Seminal moments of uh, Woodstock. Jimi Hendrix, of course, doing the Star Spangled Banner on his electric guitar. It was on this date, this very moment, half a century ago, 50 years ago, that everybody gathered on uh, Max Yasger's uh, farm for a Woodstock. And here to help us reminisce and remember is music expert Eric Elper. He joins us on Global News Radio. Eric, good afternoon, my friend. Good afternoon. This interview might be a little bit wonky. I took the brown acid. <laughs> that, of course, is one of the famous announcements from Woodstock. What do you mean announcement? <laughs> um, no, I'm, I'm only kidding. Yeah, this is kind of cool. We all made it to the 50th year anniversary, even though you and I weren't there. We're going to reminisce just the same. Well, you know, the stories and the lore about uh, Woodstock uh, half a century ago, and of course kept alive uh, by the movie that uh, came afterwards. But uh, Eric, uh, fr- from what you've read and what you know, is it blown out of proportion a little bit? Because I know some people have talked about, uh, you know, the mud and uh, kind of the deplorable conditions back in 69 there on the farm. No, those are actually part of the good things about it, actually. You know, because when you think about it, we're never going to have a Woodstock again, no matter how much the organizers want you to recreate Woodstock 69 for this summer, and you and I have talked about it in the past, that the festival that they tried to do for the anniversary completely self, you know, imploded amongst itself. But there's so many different aspects of this festival that we keep coming back to with the memories and the knowledge that this will never happen again. You'll never be able to have an artist as influential as Jimi Hendrix getting paid $18,000 for a show or Sha Na Na getting paid $750. You'll never get, you know, a couple like Nick and Bobby Equiline, who both 20 years old were the couple that is found on the Woodstock album cover that are still married 47 years later. Can I just say, sorry to interrupt, but for those yeah. that have not seen that photo today, go find it online because they're yeah. the famous couple wrapped yeah. in a blanket. And you're right, some 50 years later, there they are still uh, together. They've so, recreated that pose, and it's just such a heartwarming photo. Yeah, and those are the memories and the experiences that I think we all are trying to get back to the garden of Woodstock. Every music festival wants to have that experience of love and music and happiness and community. Every festival wants to have way more people than they ever expect to attend a festival. But more importantly, I think it was the ideals that the boomer and the the, uh, boomer generation had back then that we're all still trying to hold that, you know, what's love with you know, what's wrong with peace and love and understanding. Yeah, is that why we will never see another Woodstock? Because it was just a, a moment in time. It was coming off of, of course, 68 and the, the summer of love and uh, Vietnam in the uh, background uh, as well. And it was just something that was different at that time. It was new. It was fresh. It's just something that, you know, as you say, you can't recreate. Yeah, there's so many reasons. You know, I mean, uh, just only in a year earlier, before Woodstock, there was the Monterey Pop Festival, which had Otis Redding and a number of 
a really big act like Janis Joplin. And that was when the music industry started to wake up to the fact that music festivals in the pop and rock world could actually make money and be successful. Woodstock was the, the answer, at least to the East Coast, of the West Coast Festival. And now that, you know, you have giant multi-billion dollar companies like AEG and Live Nation overseeing music festivals, the kind of danger to go to music festivals isn't really there like there was at Woodstock where they expected 60,000 people, but 600,000 people showed up. It was a giant mess, don't get me wrong, <laughs> but I think it was a beautiful mess as opposed to um, you know, other festivals that are poorly taken care of from security to food to water supply, even though that that was all there too. I think that there was just a sense of community of looking out for everybody else around you. Yeah, and uh, one of the reasons why so many people showed up or way more than expected is, uh, and I don't know how many people know this because you'd never see it in this day and age, but there were really no tickets to speak of for uh, Woodstock. Yeah, they actually did a couple of small, small ads in local music magazines um, asking people to send in their money for mail order. In fact, one day's admission was $7, and if you want to attend all three days throughout the weekend, it was $18. But pre-social media, pre Instagram influencers, 600,000 people all had the same idea of let's go to the festival. Even if you were there on the first day, there was no way of letting your friends know how cool or how bad this festival was from your experience. But just over a half a million people all came up with the exact same thought of we need to go there and celebrate this moment of time. It's truly astounding because now, you know, Justin Bieber can put out an Instagram post and get 20,000 people to buy a ticket to one of his shows. You couldn't even begin to understand how important the word of mouth was. And Woodstock had none of that because once you were there, you had no way of connecting with the outside world. Yeah, you know, that's a great point, uh, Eric, and another uh, reason why Woodstock will never be recreated because uh, you're absolutely right. This uh, In this day and age, everybody tries to make something cool before it happens. Woodstock really wasn't cool or seminal until after the fact when everybody realized, uh, my God, what just happened here? Yeah, and I think that's why Woodstock this year kind of faltered and failed was because the organizers really had that Woodstock 69 philosophy of let's be there for the music, let's be there for the peace, let's be there for the anti-gun and the, and the, the, the voting rights mentality and change the world. But you're playing those, those philosophies in a world today that it's really hard in a cynical world to make people want to believe that those ideals still exist where money talks. And once the funding and the investment company for Woodstock 50 this year backed out, no matter how much great intentions the organizers had, you still needed to put on a proper festival in 2019. And that cost millions and millions of dollars. You mentioned a second ago, uh, Eric, the Shanana. I forgot that they were there, <laughs> and of course, sharing the stage with the likes of uh, Santana, and we played Jimi Hendrix, the Star Spangled Banner, uh, off the top. Really eclectic the uh, lineup. And is there one performance, looking back fifty years later, that really resonates for you, or, or one that really symbolizes Woodstock? Yeah, you know, when I was a kid and I watched the movie and then went out and bought the soundtrack, that was my first taste of The Who or CCR or Blood, Sweat and Tears. But I think for me, though, it was watching artists like 
Richie Havens and Ravi Shankar perform because for a lot of those people, it was their first taste of world music, music that wasn't, um, you know, created in the basement of some teenager's house in L.A. or New York or Kansas City. This was music that was outside of North America, brought to the people whose only real experience with world music was maybe a song or two that George Harrison used the sitar on a Beatles song. So to me, it really kind of symbolized the openness to um, to all kinds of different music, even if it was being played at five o'clock in the morning on a Sunday, waking up half the tent goers. <laughs> well, listen, 50 years to the day, uh, Eric Alper, thanks for helping us remember Woodstock. And all I can say is uh, peace and love, brother. Peace and love. Peace, peace out, man. We'll talk soon. You got it. There goes uh, Eric Alper for us.